0: Gentlemen, welcome to episode six of Highly Heard, the podcast where two best friends hip each other to new music, break it down from a slightly skewed musician's perspective, and record it just for you. My name is Sybil Chanel, and with me, as always, singer, songwriter, MC, and graphic artist Rowan Smith. What up, dude? What's happening, Sybil? How are you? You fucking nailed that. You nailed that. Good shit. Felt good about that one. Boom.
1: i will give you the done. alternate one later, folks. <laughs> Nicely done. That was a good one. Mm. So Blow yeah, it up, dude, I'm doing good, man. How, How are, are you? you? <laughs> <laughs> How are you? Robert? I'm doing well. Uh, I've just been working a lot. I finished up an album cover for John Fole. Uh I gotta. am still waiting to see what happens with that billboard. Um, it's in. Everything is done. It's handed in. So I'm waiting so, for it yeah. to come back. Uh, teaching a lot, working a lot, listening to this long record that you gave me. Good well, it's record. Good. But a long, it's it's a great record. It's, it's a great <laughs> it's good, couple it's long, of records. Yeah. It's, it's a two disc two disc-er. set, but it's a good one. Yeah. I had, I had a good time with it. I did. I did a lot of listening while I was working. So see, you know what? It was my birthday over these last couple of weeks too. Oh we yeah. Did that. What'd you do? Oh, I, we did a gig together and the we first did. thing you said to me on my birthday was fuck you. It was, was so it?
0: sweet. It was not the first thing I said to you on your birthday because it was not your <laughs> first birthday. face to face. It was not your birthday at that time, oh, sir. You're right. You're it was right. Not. It was like an hour or two. You before. just wanted to whine because it was not your birthday. On your birthday, I, didn't I said want to whine. I wanted to actually Happy mention birthday.
1: this new microphone that my brother got me. I wanted to give a shout out to my brother.
0: Yay, uh, Kelly. Kelly! Kelly
1: came through with a new microphone for the podcast. I think it sounds buttery.
0: New microphone
1: for the podcast. Yeah, and uh, thanks to everybody that. Uh, Gave me some birthday love. That was nice. So what about you, man? How have your last couple of weeks been?
0: The last couple of weeks have been dope. I've been working on the A Lovely Triangle Project. Yeah. We have finalized the songs. We've gotten, we've cleaned just about all of them up, or I should say that we've done majority of the cleaning that we're going to do before we send them off to be mastered. I'm excited about that.
1: Who are you, who, who's mastering for you? The homie Prospect. Ah, <clears throat> Buddy <clears throat> um, John.
0: Yeah, so we're I'm, I'm excited about that. That's happening.
1: Shout out to Prospect, killer producer. Indeed. Great producer.
0: Cool dude all around. We are uh, my business partner, or my partner in a lovely triangle. Uh-huh. Uh, Aaron and I are also putting together
1: our parties,
0: dancing room only.
1: Ah, I remember that, man, last year those parties were, but it wasn't even last year. It was just, uh, how many I mean, months ago? Maybe about five last months. Last season, maybe? Yeah, we'll last season. Last season? Last season. Uh, yeah, those parties are great. Those parties are a good time. What are you guys doing? Acts? Are you doing DJs? What's the?
0: Uh, right now, we've got DJs predominantly. Got? We've got for the one that's coming up, the most the the soonest one or the most recent one that's happening is October fourteenth. It's at this dope space that is uh, run or owned by the homie Matthew Rosenbeck. It's called Art Space thirty one sixteen, and um, it's pretty much this open, beautiful space nice. with a bunch of cool art that he kind of, he throws his own events and he just lets people come through and throw things oh, as that's well. That's Or that people that he like knows, fun. I'll say. We'll, we'll put it that way. Where's that
1: Where's that spot It's uh,
0: 3116 St. Claude. Oh, but so October 14th, Claude? dancing room only. We've got DJ Otto who is a local man about town. He's done a few dope things here. Techno Club, Spectrum. He's uh, traveled around mm-hmm. and, you know, been booked at major festivals and that type of stuff. And we've got a gentleman from the uk who i think moved here from la uk via la yada yada uh, dj black liquid we're excited to have that guy right on so yeah dance and rolling is going to be fresh all house vibes all right man sweet space yeah and a lovely triangle's putting together their project our project and that's coming together well
1: that sounds great we are
0: like strategizing marketing and that's dope um right. oh and my 96 year old is here so you 96-year-old? Yeah, my aunt has come to visit. Oh, that's great. So oh, that's she's right. She's been, still here, huh? Yeah, she's been cooking, and it's been dope. And I'm probably that's awesome. 10 pounds heavier.
1: Like <laughs> hella happy for it. Um, yeah, great, so man. life's been good. Great. Is that why you've been MIA for the last few weeks? It is. Fuck, I've been doing a lot of at-home family stuff. Yeah.
0: It's, it's been sweet it's been really sweet good
1: though. man good i'm glad well all right so we had some music to listen to this week we did uh this is we always this do. is our locals only episode locals locals only. only we are situated in new orleans louisiana where an amazing amount of music both good and bad are present and uh we picked Constantly from the present we picked from the <laughs> pool and we pulled out a couple of great records i think um, one of them is on one spectrum of New Orleans music being the, uh, artistic jazz of it all. Yeah. And then the other side is the fun dancey vibe of funk. New Orleans being funk. The, the funk, funk and groove of it all. So, yeah. um, let's get into it. Uh, what album did I assign you this week? Actually, which one you want to do first? Let's do how that. did
0: we, which... uh, how did we decide that last time?
1: The last time we just started. I just started talking shit on the Brad album, and we oh yeah. So we just went from there. <laughs> we just went And then it. what would we do the time before that? We Rochambeau. Okay, let's do let's that. Do All right. Uh, so it's. What's your what's your way again? One two three shoot. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Ready? Yeah. One two three, three shoot. shoot. Ooh. One, One two, two three shoot. Ooh. Whoa. All right. So paper what does that cuts. Be? I mean, scissors I mean, cut you, paper. That means you won. But so that means... Who goes first? You go first. I go first. You go first. All right. So what was your album, sir? The album that you gave me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, I took notes in my little notebook. I like your little notebook. Thank you, man. I like the, the color. color. Right? It is cute. It's the moleskin. <laughs> 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 it is uh, Christian Scott Atunde uh His self-titled album from 2012. Double disc. Yeah. Recorded in two thousand eleven, released in two thousand twelve. Uh, he gathered a killer group of players for this record. Indeed, he really did. I'll talk. I'll get into those guys in a little bit. The first track I want to talk about now. The song is called "Versus Kleptocratic Union." Mrs. McDowell's Crime. I read this, my dyslexic ass, read "Versus Kleptocratic Union" as "Versus Kleptomaniac Unicorn,"
0: <laughs> and it it drew you in, didn't like, it? I was like,
1: "Ooh, what's the what's the kleptomaniac unicorn?" unicorn well, that's right up your alley. <laughs> it is right, but a lot of his songs have like really interesting titles, yeah. you know, and yeah. they they really do pull you in. But the first track I want to talk about is "Versus uh, Kleptocratic Union," Mrs. McDowell's Crime. Boom. into this track these drums are so good Mm -hmm. Uh, it has that that push and pull that you always talk about Mm -hmm. and a lot of this record has that a lot of this record has Mm -hmm. those same uh, skittery drum patterns uh, laced with really calm relaxing melodies Mm -hmm. in the background or or not in the background but over, over top of it rather yeah I agree it's part of the reason that I'm
0: a fan of this album
1: right right Um, he calls his style of music stretch music which uh, and and I guess what he means is that he stretches into other genres and other uh, other influences and cultures and pulls them back into what he's doing so by nature this record is very broad stylistically a lot of Cuban and Latin influences some African a lot of African influences all mixed in with the various New Orleans influences that we have here. Also, he's a very educated cat. He went to Berkeley. He's one of those Berkeley cats. He's right. just like, just a heavy motherfucker. And he's right. worked with heavy cats too. He's worked with yeah. your boy Tom York. How yeah. the fuck did you find this record, by the way? How did you discover this? Honestly? Was it Tom York? No. See, that's what I thought. No, no,
0: no, no. Um, this album was a random NPR listen. Oh yeah I was He did a tiny desk thing Didn't he? He did Uh, But that was That was later on Mm -hmm. Um, I was Driving On the way To Slidell um, For I don't know Random foolishness And uh, I was looking for something To listen to And it was kind of like Early in the morning And I didn't want anything heavy And I was like You know what I'm gonna just put on NPR And like soak up some shit. And I just so happened to catch, like, this song, mm-hmm. this piano part, and I'm like, wait a minute, I recognize that. It sounded like something from a video game that I used to love <sighs> called Kingdom Hearts. Anyway, fast forward, I was completely enthralled, listened to it, listened to the song, you know, for the duration. And at the end, uh, the person said, the per- the announcer or whatever said, and that was... Uh, christian scott who they wish i was, mm, I was that's like, a great tune i was like
1: yo that was fucking sick that's a great tune i and almost picked that one to listen to yo that's my favorite song on podcast. the
0: album um and i just i from there i just like googled him yeah and like just went in and i like have checked out all of his albums and i am down i've seen him live at least three or four times. He's got a really huge repertoire guy.
1: already. He's got a bunch of, bunch of records out. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah he's
0: done a lot of stuff. Um, but yeah, so that's how I came across this. Oh, it, right it caught me on a random morning driving the Slidell.
1: Well, uh, so that piano line that you mentioned was played by Lawrence Fields. He's on uh, pianos and roads, and uh, he's, actually, he's also listed as a composer on the record. So in fact, a lot of the musicians he has listed as writers and composers themselves, which says to me that he gives his musicians and his fellow players room to do what they do, um, if they're also listed as writers and composers on all these tracks, which is a really beautiful thing when an artist is giving his co-creators on his project that room to stretch.
0: Stretch music.
1: Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, also on this record, we've got uh, on tenor sax Kenneth Williams the third, alto sax Louis Fauché, bass. Now the bass man and the piano man. We already mentioned Lawrence Field, but the bass man, Christopher Keith Fun uh, or Fun. I'm not sure how that's pronounced. F U N N. They're the one. They're the unsung heroes of this whole entire record. Yeah. They hold it down while uh, Christian Scott is doing his his solos while he's off on his flights of fancy. And the drummer is doing those skittery things that he does. Yeah, the drummer's
0: pocket is fantastic. Oh man,
1: he his pocket is ridiculous, but he's able to fit a lot of shit into that pocket. Yeah. So while he's doing his thing and the lead is off on his trumpet solos, the bass man and the piano man are both holding it down. For me, that's, that's where I can always find the groove. You know what I mean? Um... Let's see. On trombone, we got Corey King. On guitar and composition and writing, we got Matthew Stevens. Really great all-around band that he put together for this record. I was pleasantly surprised, although it's a lot to get through. It's a dense record. It's two it's whole discs. It's
0: heavy, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's good. It's really good. It's got great musicianship. You just mentioned that part. It does. Part. Uh, the writing mm-hmm. or, and when I say the writing, obviously there's no lyrics, but I mean, I should say the composition. Yeah. His, it's, it's,
1: I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward, maybe expansive. Definitely expansive. I mean, it's again, the stretch music thing. He's pulling from a lot of different, a lot of different cultures and a lot of different, uh, um, musical traditions and, yeah. And bringing them back into, into this like post bop thing that he's doing. I really dig it. Uh, although it's, a lot of times it becomes, I mean, it's his record, but it's very hymn centric. Sometimes I kind of feel like a lot of the songs are quite literally just one long solo with a bed underneath that there's a couple of songs that I can't find the head. Like I can't find the melody. It's the melodies are so out there and not like catchy at all that I can't really find them and grab onto them. And it just kind of feels like one long solo. Does that make sense? Uh
0: yeah, yeah it does. So
1: some of these tunes I've picked to listen to today because I really like the head. I like the melody. It it's got something I can grab onto. <laughs> I really yeah, I'm not taking it back. I'm not taking it back. I like the head. <laughs> I wasn't even going to say shit. I just had that silent giggle.
0: But uh yeah, I'm just going to leave it there. Mm-hmm. Leave it right there. But yes. uh yeah, the the album goes places. There are times when he drifts off, or mm-hmm. seemingly drifts off into right. a, drifts off into a place that is him that is mm-hmm. only in his mind. Um, but, sure, that's you know, a good way to put it. Again, it, as you said, it is his album. It's his yeah, vision. It's his thing. You know, it's his thing. And but he does
1: give his musicians room to breathe on other tracks. Other tracks, he gives them almost the entire song, where he he'll only come in on the head.
0: Yeah, he, uh, I think I definitely think that he pushes
1: boundaries or
0: not maybe not boundaries but i think he he pushes envelopes or limits or concepts it's interesting he pushes concepts i think it's interesting what i want to say to say
1: the least it's
0: really interesting jazz music and you laugh at me when i say this but it's very uh vibe centric
1: (laughs) it is very very mood setting yeah um (laughs) It does. He does suffer from that visually. His aesthetic, when I look him up online, he suffers from that thing that a lot of really great trumpet players do where in jazz, either you use other people's art for your music, like Paintings or iconography uh-huh. of some kind, uh-huh. or you yourself become the iconography. Mm-hmm. Like I'm thinking of Miles Davis with his red and gold trumpet. Mm-hmm. You know, um, this cat is definitely the latter. He's definitely like, he's a handsome cat, and he's using that to his advantage. Like he's, he's handsome and stylish. He's he's styling. He's smooth and you he's know, like a great he's, player. He's got
0: he's got he's young. He's got natural beauty and oh, for so sure. that natural beauty is what he shows for they all sure. do that though for most sure. of them do that like mm-hmm. even you know even miles you, you miles That's wasn't the saying. sexiest yeah. bastard but he totally was like hey hey baby yeah look at me and miles this long, was smooth right yeah. look at this this long hair these yes. sunglasses girl <laughs> <laughs> i know you want me bitch <laughs> literally <laughs> time i think about miles davis i think about uh the part in his uh autobiography where he's like talking about when he met nancy reagan Uh and uh she asked him well what did you do to be here and uh and i'm paraphrasing because i don't fucking have it down you know precisely or exactly but he she asked him what did you do to get here and he said uh basically he said bitch i changed the the face of jazz music. What did you do besides fuck Ronald Reagan? Yes, bro, dude. I think about like his 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 book, his autobiography is fucking hilarious, dude. It was oh, one yeah. of the, it was a book that I could not put down.
1: You know, he made Sting's autobiography. Sting's got a story about how Miles Davis just like completely embarrassed him as well. Dude, Mm -hmm. but Miles Davis was a motherfucker. Oh, Miles was—he was Miles was a motherfucker. But this guy definitely pulls some of his. I get Miles' vibe when I look at him. Sometimes when I when I hear him play, I hear that. I also hear some Dizzy Gillespie influences. Mm -hmm. Um, and and I've got some. When I hear him, I hear. I definitely hear a student of jazz. Oh, for sure. I mean, because absolutely,
0: he definitely. He just. He just. He pulls from all of that. Uh All those things that you mentioned, like. That's that's the pool. That's what he was brought up on. For sure, and he expands upon that in his own. You mm-hmm. know, I also like the hip hop influences that are in the drums and in yeah.
1: some of the rhythms of this album
0: and in his other work. But yeah, in sure. this album as well, it's definitely.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, this next song I want to talk about is called "Liar, Liar."
0: Mm. That's a good
1: one. set by very smooth horn and piano. You know what I mean? All right. uh, I, I, love, I love his patterns, his, his snare patterns, and he's using way more snare than I normally hear in jazz. A lot of jazz, in fact, what I prefer is a drummer that lays back, that doesn't have so many uh, bass and snare hits. I like somebody that lets it breathe a little bit but this is really this really pulled me in this like there's a lot of snare and bass drum lots of in-between beats being considered here yeah you know it's 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 with that thing that running yeah. theme that i have had yeah. every
0: freaking episode the drums are mad active yeah and the rest of it is just calm it's like that storm really situation
1: relaxing. really relaxing
0: um this also gives me the hip hopity vibe that i was talking about mm. because i could hear Bahamadia over this. Sure. Easy. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I could hear some jazminitas like type of thing happening here or on this album for sure. You know what I mean? So like that's why I'm I like yo this is for sure. this is totally this also gives me like hip hop like he's bringing not just jazz but he's bringing like music of his generation mm. if you will because jazz is old. You know what I mean? Jazz is is old as you know.
1: I think I think it's been around before it was called jazz. You know, yeah, you know what I mean. In, jazz, in jazz one is... way or another, all the things that came together to create jazz. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. But yeah. he's
0: also bringing current hip hop, which hip hop also comes from jazz. But all whatever, he's just bringing all those flavors.
1: Oh yeah, you know? stretch. That's why that's why he calls it stretch music. Uh, what I dig about this particular tune is how much love he's given Lawrence Fields, how much room Lawrence, the piano player, has to move on this one. Um, I would have liked a little bit more dissonance in this cat's playing. It's so clean and so pretty and um, exact. I would have liked some little a little clunker here and there to just give it a little bit more edge but man, it's so smooth and so uh, it moves really nicely against these drums. And then when the when the, when the horn when the head comes back in it's it, it's really <laughs> what you like it when the head gets back in huh? oh yeah anyway, well um, there's the head and the bed man like <laughs> you know what I mean that's the, I was
0: trying like, I wanted to resist that so I'm like anyway uh, <laughs> um I I feel like the cleanliness of his playing to me is what's dope about it because uh. he's like I feel that he is like expressing mad shit yeah. right then and there like in his oh, yeah, solo like he's he's like fucking like yelling if you will but like it's it's I
1: see know. i heard that solo is more just like a a very eloquent conversation
0: i heard him like saying mad shit but like saying it calm you know like mm-hmm. being like you know he like wanting to be like motherfucker i want to rip your goddamn. but instead <laughs> he's like motherfucker Yo, yeah, a big right. Face off. But see, if that's why I would have liked
1: a little bit of dissonance, man. Like I just would have dug a little bit. Just like a, give me, give me one or two little dissonant notes. Not the whole thing. The whole thing doesn't have to be like a monk throwback. But give me just a little bit. Give me a little cut, man. Give me a little dirt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Give me a little dirt, man. And like uh, it's clean, but it doesn't lose the soul. No, not at all. Not it doesn't at all. Lose
0: the soul at all. Definitely
1: does not. Also, uh, again, Christopher Keith. Holding it down on the bass, man. Anchor. The anchor. While everyone off while everyone else is off doing their thing, the bass is the anchor for this almost entire record. The drummer's losing it right now. The drummers, <laughs> the drummers. In it. Not like losing, but no, like no, no. winning it. Like like in it, right? Like <laughs> yeah. losing it in it. Yeah, man. What a beautiful, nice ending. Mm-hmm. To liar liar. Christian Scott Atunde Adjuah from his self-titled album, Christian Atunde Ajua 2012 release. Uh, really great, great jazz music, man. I'm glad you turned me on to this shit. Sweet. He plays, he plays one of those horns. He plays one of those horns that um, is so, bent. Yeah. He likes those bent horns. That's why, uh, it's another reason why I thought Dizzy Gillespie when I heard him. Because it had that kind, it had that same timbre in a lot of his horns. Uh, the dizzy had, um, you know, dizzy discovered that that bent horn sound. Indeed. You know, so he started having his horns made that way, and now it's a thing. It's a kind of. I mean, it's kind of like uh, Jaco pulling the frets out of the bass and discovering the the fretless, the fretless electric bass. Same kind of thing with with dizzy and. From what I can tell, every piece of footage that I see from Christian Scott, he's playing that kind of a horn, and all he does the, play it a lot. He does um, beautiful he, sound. He, it's he a beautiful takes sound. More pictures with it. He
0: plays, <laughs> I mean, you know, no. He I, plays I, a lot of different shit. He does actually. Yeah,
1: yeah he plays a lot of different stuff. I mean, when you listen to the record, you can tell that there's a plethora of horns being used uh, across a lot of these different tracks. Yeah. But yeah, his. His playing is really, really impressive, and the band that he's surrounded himself with is great. Actually, I I was almost wishing that you had given me his newest record because the the flautist that he's got on that record is oh, killer, yeah. man. She's yeah, she a is. beast, and she's also adorable, Hot. right? Baby, if you're out there, holler. I'm no, she's like it.
0: mad young. <laughs> she's mad young. Really? She's, yeah, she's mad young, oh, but
1: she's gorgeous. man, she's gorgeous. Well, not beyond that. She can play. Yeah, super and talented. And I love the addition of her to his ensemble. Yeah. And it was also a shorter record that would have been way easier for me to get through. Ha. <laughs> um,
0: you still have one more song, don't you? Yeah, the next... What st- is it?
1: Why are you fucking rushing me? I was just about to say.
0: Oh, because I'm like, wait, have you the forgotten? Fuck? I thought you were like making, making closing statements. No.
1: I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the the last song I want to talk about is uh, a tune called Al Kabulan. Al Kabulan. Al Kabulan. that he left you wanting more. Man, does he ever leave me wanting more of that change because it's a lot of this... this, The bed on this track is dope. It grooves, but it's it after a minute, it gets a little stale. And when that change comes in, it's such a breath of fresh air. It doesn't stay or stick around long enough.
0: Fair enough. I can understand that. Um,
1: off top, the bass line is great. Yes. Uh guitar and bass on this one are both holding down.
0: Rhythm section all day. Yeah, right? Yeah, it's all rhythm section.
1: Yeah, there's really nice interplay between the piano and the, the lead on this record. They go back and forth for a little bit and then the piano's got this killer solo um, that feels like it builds. I mean, it's definitely it's definitely improv, but it has the build of a written solo. If that makes sense,
0: it does. I gotta give it up to the bass band, though. The mm-hmm. bass man's holding it all the way down. Absolutely. Again, rhythm section. The bass and drums are doing it for me on this track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it is there's is a there's it's nice play all around. This group of musicians interacts really well with each other musically. They do. And everything that's happening uh, seems really organic. Be we don't, I, I it's hard to tell what things for me anyway it's hard to tell mm. what things were like composed and what things were improv I mean right. there's the obvious things there's obvious like changes that they do together and you know that that was like written and intentional but there's like other things that happen throughout that I I, I can't really decipher mm. what they are right. and I appreciate that
1: for me there's not there's not just not enough change in their structures the the grooves while wow like really catchy and sometimes even like borderline funky just they're they last just a little bit too long sometimes i could use a little bit more variation in some of the changes uh but man i mean killer players i can't get past this drummer though man this drummer is just a man he's good the rhythm section on this album are the that's kind of where it's at for me on this record is the rhythm section with that piano uh When all that stuff is working really well together Holding it down in the back That's what makes these songs great To me Uh, While Christian Scott's an amazing player He surrounds himself with the right people I'll say that
0: Uh, It's like To me it's like A well planned Or well
1: organized Meal Mm. We always go to food analogies On this show Highly heard (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's all i gotta say about that <laughs> right i i would agree with that I, he, like i said he surrounds himself with the right people yeah, i kind of feel like without without that drummer and without that bass man and piano man this record i mean obviously without like your whole rhythm section and piano player it's a different record but these particular players i think elevated this album uh, tenfold. I won't lie. I don't know. Uh,
0: I don't know a whole hell of a lot about the cats uh-huh. that he has on this album. Um, to
1: say hey, that. Hey, why are you whispering right now? I didn't realize. Nobody's that I was. gonna. Nobody's gonna find out. Like, well, I, everybody's I, gonna I, find out, but nobody. I, I didn't want to be loud. I I'm the come only one in the room. Like, bah. But uh, <laughs> I'm the only
0: one here, sweetie. Uh, shit. What was I saying? Oh. I don't know enough about the musicians that he use on this album and like their individual bodies of work uh-huh. to say that they like specifically make the album, whatever, whatever. But I do wholeheartedly concur that this uh, group, this, this gumbo, ha ha, no. let's be cheesy about it. Jesus. This gumbo <laughs> of uh, musicians. Came out damn tasty. Damn tasty.
1: Quite good. So if you had to rate this record, what would you give it, Sybil?
0: Uh, Okay. Um, You're supposed to rate it first, because it's
1: yours. Am I? Yeah. No, it's your record. You gave it to me. Right. It doesn't matter who we... I asked you. I asked you. Okay, fine. You're not a jazz person, so I'm kind of anxious to see what you think of this record. I... It's just this, like you're, you know, this cause just like, this, cause here's this, what this I'm going to hear from you later. Me. Let me, uh, let me say this here. I know what I'm going to hear from you later. What? Uh, when we're reviewing the Galactic album is that you're not a hip hop person. Now you're not a jazz person either. I am both a jazz person and a hip hop person. So I'm probably going to like both of these records. I feel like I should like both of these records more than you do, but I do not like being a jazz, jazz person, but I wouldn't say I'm not a jazz person. Really, I love jazz. Okay, so I didn't I know dig, that about I you. I dig,
0: I dig jazz. I didn't know that about you. Who um, are your people? I grew up mostly focusing on jazz
1: singers. Oh, singers. So okay,
0: Sarah Vaughan, uh, Shirley Horn, Carmen McRae, um, women with like certain timbres to their voices. Sure. Um, and then, as far as jazz musicians go. I don't know. I grew up with like Herbie, but like Herbie wasn't super doing jazz when I was introduced to him.
1: Okay, It was
0: more of his, I mean, it's always been jazz, but it was like in the 80s when he was Future Shock stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, And then I also kind of grew up with a bit of an appreciation for uh, Joe Sample. Hmm. My mom was a huge fan of that guy. So yeah, that was just, it was mostly vocals for me. I see. Um, but anyway. I All feel right, like so I what would this, you give this tangent. record then? I give jazz? this record. Um Well jazz girl. I dig the musicianship on it. I think this album is is really well done. I, I can see. agree with you on um, how some of the grooves can become monotonous or just, you know, kind of just droning. Yeah. Um, I get that and I, I agree with that. And that's going to be a little bit of a ding Mm -hmm. on the album. But overall, I really dig this album. And I have to admit that it was a in-the-car banger for a few months. Oh, right on. Um, It was a driver, as I like to call them. (laughs) And uh, it's it's definitely taken me some places. There's a couple songs on here that I skip. So that's also a dingy ding. But overall, I would give the album... An a minus a minus
1: that's yeah. pretty lofty given a pretty handsome reward there given to give it a, give it an Christian a minus that a that's uh definitely worth a listen by your standards then yeah it's All definitely
0: right. worth a listen um i i think it's i think it's a it's a good representation of what's going on in young jazz cats mind
1: mm, i would say that i would agree with that um me, I love. I come from like. There's there's a lot of jazz that I love. Mostly, I love like really catchy bebop type shit, or really um, like fusiony, like almost funky jazz stuff. Like say the Headhunters or Thrust or something like that. Um, and I also like that really experimental shit, like um, Bitches Brew. Okay, that, that really was a really weird shit. that was, yeah that was a good album. Yeah. I like that one for sentimental reasons as well, but I I get a lot of all of those in this record, but I the one thing I don't get enough of is catchy melodies. In the in the in the the themes of the albums are not catchy enough for me. So that's kind of a ding, as you would say. Um they do kind of drone on, but man, this cat's solos are Really interesting. He has really interesting ideas. yeah, yeah. He has really interesting ideas, he and he surrounds himself with really great players. The piano player, like I said, the bass player and drummer were my heroes on this record. I've heard trumpet players like him. He's not like as a player breaking new ground, but his projects are pushing boundaries. Yeah, his vision, you know? his, his yeah. His. I mean, he's not. He's not reinventing the wheel. No, but, but he's, he's pushing envelopes here yeah, and there. He's yeah. he's coming up with really interesting shit. So I'm going to give this record, um, I'm going to give this record a solid B plus. Okay. I think, uh, just, it's really dense, man. There's a lot to get through here. I think it could have been pared down, but all the songs have really great shit about them. But the, uh, I I feel like it could have been split up into two separate releases doing a double album of this kind of thing. Gets a little bit too. It's it's just a little too much after a while for my taste. But yeah, solid B plus for me. Uh, a minus. For a minus you. for me. And I kind of appreciate that it's not
0: catchy. Uh, I like that because it's yeah. like fuck it. I'm not trying to. Oh sure. It, for me, it, I I appreciate that because it's like yeah, I'm not trying to be like that. Right. Yeah. 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 You know?
1: It almost makes it more it almost makes it more artistic like yeah, no you're not allowed like, you're not allowed to sing along to this there's yeah, no i'm not, not going to give you anything to hum to this is all pure emotion and that's another thing i feel like jazz is kind of for emotionally um mature people because there's no lyrics to say what these songs are about no. or what you know like you have no, you to feel, feel what these songs are yeah. about and what they're trying to say and it's, i think it's for people that are 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 more uh, in touch with their emotions than they are with like surface you know People being told what things are rather than people feeling what they are. Describing things with a word versus a sound. I would definitely say that this is feeling music. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, this is feel or music, for sure.
1: Well, if you don't understand emotion, if you're not in touch with emotion or your own emotions, jazz ain't for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> jazz ain't, for, jazz you, ain't man. for you, man. So uh, stay okay. away from this record if that's the case, but otherwise... Uh, this record is for you. This record definitely doesn't. It it's not, it's not for somebody that wants to sing along to shit. It's for somebody that wants to feel shit.
0: I yeah right. It's a, it's, a, it's feeler music. Yeah, sure. it's
1: not for it's not for humming along.
0: Just take a listen, decide for yourself. Let us know what you think. Great um, record. Let us know what you great think. Great album. Christian Scott. Atunde
1: Ajoa. Sybil, what what record did I give you this week?
0: This week you gave me uh, local, I guess what funk. Yeah, funk man. Band.
1: Yeah, funk band. a local well, funk band. They started out that way. Now they're they're more uh, like they're a little bit more experimental and broad than just funk. But okay. yeah, you know, a New Orleans groove band. Yeah, sure. you
0: gave me a, a yeah a local f- groove yeah. groove band. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, called
0: Galactic. Yeah, and you gave me their album from the corner to the block. From the
1: corner to the block. Two thousand seven. On anti. Uh, great record in my opinion but of course i would say that you it's know, because this album I love, is so you i love hip-hop this music album is and is so you
0: this is so as soon as it came on i <sighs> automatically knew why you gave it to me i knew <laughs> that this album resonated with you hard fucking core it I really got it. did man I got it, it really it's, did it's it's your it's totally your brand of hip-hop like and i'm like okay totally. it's yeah, it's, it's So I'm like, okay, I get it. at first song, I'm like, boom, this is Rowan. I get it. <laughs> I hear it. You said that this is a great record. Yeah. I may not agree, but <laughs> we're gonna talk about that. So, tell me,
1: where did you get this record from? Why'd you why'd you give me this record? Uh, I kind of have a, a history with this record. I was kind of lightweight involved in the making of the record. Like I recorded a song for it. They hit Ben the 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 saxophone player of the group was telling me that they were trying to get away from being a new Orleans jam band and they were trying, they were thinking about putting together this record with a bunch of rappers and he listed all the rappers that he was trying to get. And they were all my favorite people. Uh, ladybug lyrics, born the whole quantum spectrum, uh, cast, uh, Latif gift of gab, uh, Z trip, like all kinds of, Uh, Charlie tuna is on the record. Like it's, it's a really great cast of characters. And I was just like, dude, I, you gotta let me on this record. And I recorded a song, but it turns out that the music for the song, the drums were also in another beat that they had given to boots Riley and boots. Riley recorded to that song. And I recorded to mine, both songs having the same drums in the track. And when all was said and done, my name was not big enough to compete with say a boots Riley. So they let me keep the track though. And it came out later on on one of my albums, but it still remains one of my favorite, not just like efforts from galactic, but like kind of favorite hip hop compilation album, if you will. So while it is a locals record band wise, there's also a lot of, a lot of my favorite MCs on the record. A bunch of non locals. A lot of non locals. Yes. A lot of non locals. Um, but still, let's. All right. Man, I know. I know you love it. I, I, I love it, man. Don't 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 tread on don't tread on me too hard.
0: <laughs>
1: What's the first track you want to talk about, man? Um, the first track I want to mention is the corner. The corner. Who's on that one? Gift of
0: gab. Gift who of gab. I Really dig? One of my things? Posted on the block, leaning on the light, post chilling, six o'clock on the button. The night's gonna enter soon. Herb pedaler, hit the grind out early. Old lady walks her dog in a bright red derby, singing hymns. And look at those rims. An old man sat her steady, guzzling the gin. Out of ten cups, begging for some ends I could lend. Then I sent him out on his way until i him out to drink it up again. Just then, I saw Gwen and her friends then ways with a year I would love to go up in. I said, You need some gab in your life. She just grinned, strode away with the walk that could make your head spin. The neighbor's dog hopped out the fence again. Little scrawny mud that resembled Red Tintin. Little Gary rolls by popping willies on his swing. On the corner in the city
1: as the evening sets in. Yeah, so like, every track on the record is about the MC's experience in their neighborhood word, hence from the corner to the block.
0: I like this track because I like the Gift of Gab.
1: Gift is a beast.
0: Uh, The Gift of Gab, I... Was first introduced to him and his skill through Black Licious,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and I've dug his flow and wordplay ever since. Yeah. So I, without doubt, without a doubt, I gravitated toward this song. Yeah. Because he's on it. Hmm. Um. The music is cool. I'm not. I'm not like blown away. It's well done. The drummer's pocket is dope. Mm-hmm. Le- I'm, the drummer's doing his thing the whole time. Um. It's cool. It's yeah. cool. I I really dig the gift of gab.
1: Gift is dope. Um, I got to open for gift, so I've seen when he was with Black Alicious and I've seen what he That's can fresh. Do live. The dope shit, though, is like when they are better live than they are on record. And he's one of the few MCs that I've seen where I'm like, this guy's better live than... Me. Yo, that's fresh. He's fucking monster. That's uh, fresh. Yeah, and it, like you said, his cadence, his flow, his overall... Yeah, his
0: cadence and his wordplay. Yeah. Always, always on point. And I'll be honest, this is not his... Greatest or dopest or best. His but features never are.
1: He saves his best shit for, for, his, for, like for his shit. shit. Yeah.
0: But yo, he still <laughs> smashes it. Yeah. The part where the music drops out or like it's just the beat and like not all the rest. Mm-hmm. Oh man. His flow on that is just, his cadence on that is just like, yeah. It's
1: like, ugh. All right. All right. Rapid fire. Oh. You know? that's This is one of the guys that like I, when I was honing my own style. The guys from Quantum were a definite influence on me. Uh I see, I don't know what Quantum
0: Oh Quantum is.
1: Quantum is the uh I know Quantum leap Yeah, no, it's uh it's see, DJ Shadow, Lyrics Born, Latif, Gift of Gab, Chief XL. Uh and I want to say there's some other cat there's other cast members but they're the they're the main group. it's like Latirix, Gift of Ga- or Black Alicious, and DJ Shadow are like the the big things that have come I know out about on those that. Guys, under I guess, the individually. banner under the banner quantum projects Didn't know that Yeah so uh all of the I'm I'm a big fan of all of those guys man and they're all over this record but the that cadence that fast like Bay Area kind of thing. Yeah. 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 That was that's I always dig that. I'm always a fan of that I shit. I dig
0: that sound and that style mm-hmm. hard. I yeah. really do. Um so yeah, that's that's the corner for me. I'm 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 not Yeah.
1: I'm not like whoa. Yeah, no, you're but not a hip hop person. Yeah,
0: and I was I was, gonna, I was avoiding that because I you know. said I was going to say it. So I, was I know you're that.
1: not a hip hop person, and and no, that's I mean, as far as like musicianship, that's just galactic doing a beat for someone to rap to. Yeah, yeah. and that's what this yeah, album yeah. is a lot of,
0: and I really wish that you had given me an album that highlighted their musicianship. Sure, more. Sure, I get that because I. That's what I, to be honest, that's what I was like hoping for, like on this, mm-hmm. because I've heard of Galactic, but I never really checked them out. And I don't feel like this album gives me the opportunity to hear what these guys as a band right. can do. This album focuses on the MCs, which is cool because that's
1: what There's it's a couple for. of instrumentals, but yeah, by yeah, and large. Yeah, you know,
0: by and large, that's this album was to highlight the, the MCs on mm-hmm. it. Um, What's the the next one you want to talk about? next one I want to talk about is uh, one that um, it it did something for me because it's got Juvenile on it.
1: Uh, And I am born and raised in New
0: Orleans. Uh, Yeah, the title track. Born and raised in New Orleans. Juvenile is a voice Uh. that I grew up (laughs) with, so it's mad familiar and I dig it. This song is a title track from the corner to the block. Featuring Juvia, uh-huh. the motherfucking great yeah. Look, look For Red and Louisiana, camouflage bandana around there, I had to man up Make no, you had to stand up Didn't believe in Santa I hustled in front of grandma Last seen in the circle when the lights went out Should I believe I made a couple hundred thousand in droughts, Tyler, Donna, and Robinson
1: This is, I'm not the biggest fan of Juvenile or any of those like dirty South cats. I grew up on the East Coast. Uh, but this is like one of those times where I'm like, yeah. Juvie, I know you're not a big fan, but that voice, yeah. that voice nah.
0: is Quintessential New Orleans. The accent, the twang all of that so it's familiar it's 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 good then i i i said that it's featuring juvie but i also want to give a shout out it's also featuring the soul rebels brass band yes and they also add to the dynamic and the dopeness of this song because this is straight brass band hits right Right. here like this is
1: well like i said this is a brass band could do this and right yeah well this is a record about their experience in their neighborhood so of course
0: yeah, you so know, you got Judy talking about his ju- neighborhood. Yeah. And what's the part of and his you neighborhood? You got the brass band. band. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, this this is actually my favorite song on the, the on the record. You know, this is this is the song for me on this project. Yeah, this tapped into my New Orleanian, my native New Orleanian, Word. my growing up
1: days. There's a. Uh, there's other songs that i like a bit more like uh i want to i want to give a shout out to the ladybug track on this record ladybug from the diggable planets is featured on this album and uh that's i think my favorite track but i gotta say when you said you wanted to talk about this when i was like oh man there's so many other great songs and then we played this song and i revisited it and i was like you're right the song is fucking great like this is one it's of a the dope only to- song yeah
0: this song is great it's a totally dope song
1: this and song it is, great. is like
0: i I can, I can understand the ideas in all of the other uh, MC's experiences or descriptions of things. Sure. I can totally understand that, and I can visualize a lot of that, but for me, I can fucking feel this. Yeah. Because brass bands. Yeah. Dude, I was standing on my porch the other day at like 9 o'clock in the morning, and no shit, there's just a fucking second line that comes down the yeah. street, quick 150 people, whoop, just down my block <laughs> and fucking gone. Yeah. Like, you You know what I mean? Like, if I, you wouldn't believe it. Because if, if you're not from here, you would have no understanding of how that happens. Yeah. But it does. So this I can feel. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's why
1: this is the joint. This is the favorite song for me on this record. Yeah. From the corner of the block featuring Juvenile and uh, who's the brass band? Soul Rebels. Soul Rebels. Soul Rebels brass band. Yes, indeed. Do-do-do. Um,
0: my last song yeah that I want to talk about yeah I admit that I went between two I went between an instrumental and another joint uh-huh. and I decided to go with the other joint ah because the other joint
1: I, is also I concur it's it's also homey for me I concur um, I like I think I think I know which one you're, you're talking is it? this the one we discussed before the show I, I, maybe yeah I think so okay yeah I, I agree but um, I agree it's the second track
0: on the album. No, I'm sorry. It's not. No. It's what is it? Like the fourth track on the album. It's called Second and Dryads. And it features Big Chief Monk Boudreaux, Yes, indeed. Who is Big a well-known, well-respected, um, and well-decorated Mardi Gras Indian here in New Orleans, Louisiana. And this is this is a feel-good one. It's yeah. a feel-good one. Yeah. So I'm going to rock with that. Second and Dry eggs featuring Big Chief Dro. Hey, I'm going to tell you how the story goes. So meet me that morning down on the
1: condo on Second and Dry. Yes.
0: I'm a
1: Every now I remember that morning
0: The Indian coming
1: I see the drums are ringing oh, When the tambourine rang
0: First of all Big Chief sounds just like An adorable Grandfather That smells like Peppermints and pipe tobacco to me. And that's just automatically like, oh um and then he's hitting yeah. with the Indian calls. Yeah, and man. and you've got the cowbell and like you can hear like little snippets of like a crowd, which makes me feel like this was live or like some of this some of his uh, vocals are, are from a live yeah situation. This, they're,
1: they're pulling some kind of samples from somewhere for yeah, sure yeah.
0: Um, and and it just feels good it and does. i like that they uh, that they are you uh, I don't want to say utilizing cuz that doesn't sound right i like that they are paying tribute to or shining light on uh, a dope a dope thing uh, dope Martin tradition. indian culture yeah, yeah. dope tradition uh, dope culture um, and they found an ambassador guy. Right. Take right. out all those ums, please. But they they found an ambassador dude.
1: Yeah, I, I'm going to agree with you there. I think that when they were putting this record together, they got the right guys to represent the uh, the New Orleans neighborhoods. Yeah. They got Juvenile, Big Chief, Monk, boudreaux, and then themselves with their instrumental pieces. Uh and then they did a really great job of getting good MCs for the other tracks, rather than yeah. going um, one route that they could have gone, which probably would have gotten them more popularity, you know, by going with some top 40 rappers or something like that. Ooh. But rather, th- yeah, rather they went with <laughs> like other artists. They went yeah. with other art rappers, and and I thought that was a that was a really smart decision on their part. And for me, I kind of feel like the record, the record is a win for what they set out to do I don't think that they highlighted their particular skills but they did yeah you're right they didn't they, they, they definitely pulled back on like their yeah, own I, musicianship you know, they, for they, this one I think I
0: mean or maybe maybe their point was to show that they could pocket some things and like right. you know maybe that was the intention but my concept of Galactic was like that they were a, you know like a, a groove band so I was expecting more of that when I heard right. that you were giving me a Galactic record um, I also want to give an honorable mention to the instrumental that I was thinking about, or that I did dig. Uh, it's called
1: "Bounce Baby," ah, featuring um, Z Trip, who's uh, a great DJ. You should check out.
0: Okay, okay. I was like, "There's no." I, I thought maybe Z Trip was was. I was like, "Is that a, a nah, MC?" Okay. Z Trip is a DJ. The DJ. And a okay, I appreciated yeah. his scratches. I Z-trip did. Z Trip is great. Um, Z Trip is great. That was a good. That was a good cut. That yeah. was a good instrumental. I could have dug a few more like that. Yeah, from them. Um, right. But yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. It, so, um, if if you had to grade the record, what would you give it? Give the record a C. Whoa!
0: Really? Yeah. That low? I give it a C. I give it a C because again. Yeah. I wanted more, more galactic. Sure. I I was hoping for more galactic. I went into it expecting. Galactic to be the future. Well feature. maybe I should
1: have chosen a different record for the Locals only episode, but I I just felt like this is my favorite. This is this is me. This is my favorite like mixing of genres. This is my favorite kind of thing. And they did it really well on this record, man. And yeah, I get that. I as soon as it started, I told you. I
0: heard <laughs> Rowan. Yeah. Immediately I knew why i knew that this touched you yeah like i knew oh, that. it touched me in special places i know i know so i know places. exactly
1: why you even gave like getting me. kicked off the record like <laughs> still didn't still. keep me from loving this record you know nah, man because it's still it's still right in your vein so yeah, i totally it really get is. it bro i it get really it is i would give this record a solid a yeah i give like, it a straight, straight up, up c all right so. i dig
0: like i said I, I dig the the touches of new orleans that uh, they like the, the the super new orleans flavor that they found on the Juvie track and the Monk Boudreaux track. Um, and Gift a Gab, I dig him.
1: Gift I dig him a beast, man.
0: So, Gift you know, beast. yeah. Y'all brought him out, and you guys accompanied all of those guys really well, and that was dope. I really like what you did with Juvie and they Soul got Rebels. Like, or, uh, uh,
1: or, yeah. Yeah, they got like 80% of my favorite rappers on this record, so this record is a solid A, man. Just a fucking... Beautiful mixing of really interesting heavy hip hop artists and great New Orleans musicians. Man, I was I was really happy with this record. Well, it doesn't. So, I
0: mean, like I said, it doesn't suck. It's just not my bag. Certainly does
1: not suck. It's not my Neither bag. Neither one at all. of these records do. I think this is a good locals only episode. I think we'll do more of these.
0: Yeah, well, I think we should. Uh, I totally think we should do more
1: locals. So only. yeah, I'm gonna say listen to both records. I give uh, Galactic a solid A. And uh, Christian Scott Atunde Ajwa self-titled album, a B plus. I give
0: Christian Scott uh, an A minus, and I give Galactic, from the corner to the block, a solid C.
1: Word, both Ladies. albums you should check out.
0: Yes. So um, where can
1: where can the people find us? On Twitter
0: at Heard Highly. Heard Highly on Twitter. Highly Heard on
1: Instagram. Highly Heard on Instagram. Highly Heard on Facebook. Just just Google Highly Heard. Just Google Highly Heard. We're We're out there. there. Uh, Follow us. uh, Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Uh, Hit us up. Let us know what you think. Let us hear some feedback. Thank you so much for listening. Those of you that are subscribing, we appreciate you. Please keep listening. Right. Those of you that give us feedback, please continue to do such. We really appreciate it. Yeah, right. Also,
0: check out our other projects that we have. Right, uh, right, Check out A Lovely Triangle. Check out MC No One. Uh, check check out, out The Asylum, Asylum Chorus. Chorus.
1: So next week we're going to shoot for doing an episode about like personal heroes, right? Yes. What are you going to give me?
0: Stevie Wonder,
1: personal hero. Yeah. Uh, Fulfilling this first finale. I'm not terribly familiar with that album. I know it's got uh, Boogie On Reggae Woman on it, but that's, that's like the only one that I know, I think, that I can call offhand. Probably. I can call it. But offhand.
0: it's it's got some good ones. There's yeah. a song on there that was done by another artist that you may recognize.
1: I'm I'm sure I'll, I'm sure there's more on there. That's the only one that jumps to mind right now. All right, cool man. I'm going to give you um one of my favorite singers. Uh, he's a guy that really kind of influenced me as a singer. His name's Bobby McFerrin. His album Medicine Music. Okay? Yeah. I like Bobby. Bobby's I like Bobby. Bobby's I the like man. his
0: kids. I'm good with it. Yeah, man, this album <laughs> is—it's is, is cool. one
1: of his more experimental albums. Like he's not doing a lot of covers on this one. This is like a lot of really, um, almost spiritual music, I would say.
0: Okay, I'm yeah. down to check it out. Yeah, man. So I'm looking
1: forward to that. Friends, listen along with us if you're down for it. Listen to the Stevie Wonder record. What's that? What's that Stevie record called again? It's called "Fulfilling This First Finale." And then the uh, Bobby McFerrin album called "Medicine Music." Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the sixth episode of Highly Heard. Yeah. Tune in next week and we'll give you more music discovery conversation. Peace. Peace.
0: Bitches and motherfuckers, welcome to episode six of Highly Heard. Don't make me laugh, man. That shit would (laughs) kill. Hit that bitch greasy but smooth, bro. Bitches and motherfuckers. Bitches and motherfuckers. Welcome to episode six of Highly Heard, the podcast where two best friends hip each other to new music, break it down from a slightly skewed musician's perspective, and record it just for you. <laughs> <clears throat> My name is Sybil Chanel, and with me, as always, singer, songwriter, MC, and graphic artist, Rowan Smith what up dude
1: yeah
0: <laughs> that shit hits though come through smooth as shit it'll take people a second One
1: minute mm. <laughs> hit that bitch just extra smooth just oh. bitches and motherfuckers bitches and motherfuckers <laughs>